surrounding this night. And, uh, of course, that will last for half an hour, no? Oh, 
mind. I, I gotta get the stuff in from the car. Oh, no. I'll come back. Thank you. 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 Thank
Pioggia and a bit of temper when they use about a six of them in her lap. Oh, all that difference you're playing there would it, sweetheart. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, I know what I want. <laughs> no, 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 it's not nine o'clock yet. <laughs> I was talking about pepper. Um, pickles, tea, tomatoes. Ah, uh-huh. ah, I haven't got any. And gherkins in there, gherkins. All right, miss out the tomatoes. Come on, chop, chop, into the kitchen. Look, hot turtle, you two. Hot runny soup in mud. Music. I feel like dancing. But I thought you had a freaking headache. Oh, that was five minutes ago. I've taken Grandpa Headache Powders. Since. Grandpa Headache Powders kill pain, soothe pain, nerves, and lift depression. Grandpa Headache Powders are extra effective because they have a triple action. Grandpa Headache Powders work extra fast because they dissolve almost immediately. Get fast effective relief from any pain, all pain. Get Grandpa Headache Powders. Ah, Grandpa. Oh, darling, where did you look at her? You're enjoying yourself? The party's great. Yes, it wasn't until I ate. Don't take a die gel. I always keep some in my bag. But I already took an antacid. Yes, darling. A die gel is much more than an antacid. Die gel has double action. There's a layer of antacids plus a layer of semethicin. It's the semethicin that relieves that dreadful beauty feeling. Here, try a die gel. Like they say, when you eat too well, demand die gel. Either I don't do any more evening work, or if I do, and I've got to, you say to mothers. Well, there's nobody for in having a house of one's own, is there? We might just as well live as your mothers. Kate? Kate? 
you work tonight, Gabby. I never forgive. It's Friday. It's not your work night. Rather like a terrier. She's had a shock. She needs rest now. A lot of rest, not you. But she, she doesn't know me. She doesn't know who I am. She's been like this ever since I came home. Why did I have to get that late train? She ought to go to her mother's, as you suggest, away from this house. Take her, but do something for me. When you have her settled, no, so I'll arrange for the ambulance, see that me. When you have her settled, Come and see me. In a day or two, if you can. And I'll keep you long. And I'll do as I ask. Will you, Mr. Holroyd? And she's got another. And she's okay. All right. 
terrible thing. It's terrifying. I'm going out of my mind. Hanford, he's a marvelous man, but he seems lost as well. Poor mother's... What the devil's happened to her, Doctor? Hanford said him very carefully. Won't commit himself at all. I always thought one could say, oh, the symptoms are such and such, therefore she's suffering from X, Y, Z, you know? Uh, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell it to you before you get an inaccurate, garbled account of it from someone else. No, sir, because I think you are intelligent enough to make of it, well, what needs to be made of it. Sorry? Uh, I'm not a superstitious man, Holroyd, but certain things worry me. Things I can't explain. Now, listen. The house you bought in Woodford, the house your wife was unhappy in, and the house you subsequently took her away from, was built in 1802 by a man called Jack Faber. It's got 1800 The house was built at a later date. Jack Faber built the house and brought his bride there. Two years later, he surprised his wife with a lover. He killed the man. He strangled his wife and hung her body from the lich gate. He was taken and tried and condemned to die for the double murder. From the gallows, he declared that even though Hanley, his language is quaint and these and vows, and even though you hang me, I shall return to my home and I shall dwell there with my bride. <clears throat> he swore this on oath, and then they stretched his neck and laid him in murder's corner. And the graveyard was tried under, and I'm very fired the gas rack standing beside now. Well, I tell you for what it's worth. Now, as a man of medicine, I want to say it's all nonsense, but I can't. Perhaps I'm not worthy of my calling. The best doctors are irreligious and have no truck with curses and life on another train and all that. Yeah, it is. Jack Faber. All he was short of was a bride. And so he tried to take mine. I don't know how to ride. I don't know. So we intruded, I suppose. And now he's in position again. We'll just have to see about that. Goodbye, Doctor. Well, I'm going to keep in touch with Hansford. I'll know how she progresses. Thanks. Never felt anything at all. 
Not even at the end. Just went very quietly. It was like someone had left their soul. And just wandered. Not recognizing anyone else. Anything. I don't know where I'll go, Doctor. Perhaps I won't go anywhere. You see, I watched Jack Faber's house burn. He was spinning just across the hill there. And I had a perfect view. Very beautiful. But then fires all the He cried. Now, look. When it was all men over, just black and smoke and lakes of water and soot, it all looked sad I saw from out of the center of the smoke, walking out across the grass, looking up at the trees where I was standing. I saw him. And he came to where I was and stood in it, looked at me, smiled. Hardly seemed scary. All that it was by a house. Bye.